Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So I hope everyone had a good day today and I'm just here to give you some podcast episodes. So what's going on is I'm sure a lot of you all heard about the unfortunate demise of the rapper Takeoff from the group Migos. You, you know, um, I heard the news yesterday morning just as I was getting ready to go to work. My friend um, texted me and said, you saw Takeoff Dad? And I'm like, Really? And I looked, I got on Instagram, and sure enough, you know, everybody was posting about it. I mean, the internet was going crazy yesterday, and still going crazy today. And, you know, it, it just amazes me, you know, how much time has just flew by, because I legit remember when the Migos first came out. The first time I ever heard of the Migos, I was a sophomore in high school, literally a whole decade ago. And, you know, they had that song Versace. That was their very first song that blew up. And, you know, Drake jumped on the remix. And, I mean, it just took off. Literally, you know, you know, I, I remember at pet rallies, the DJ playing that song. And, you know, the whole gym going crazy. You know, I still listen to that song sometimes to this day. And, you know, fast forward a whole decade ago and this young man has died. It's just really crazy to me. It really is. So you know how I do. I'm going to play you all some news clips and then we're going to come back with the rest of my commentary. So here we go. Here we go. I do want to take you back to some breaking news and an update that has just come in to our newsroom. A representative does confirm that rapper Takeoff has died in a shooting outside of a Houston bowling alley. Takeoff, who was part of Migos along with Quavo and Offset, was 28 years old. Houston police say officers responded shortly after 2.30 a.m. local time to reports of a shooting at 810 Billiards and Bowling. We're told that dozens of people had gathered on a balcony outside the bowling alley at the time, which was on the third floor of that building. Breaking news, one of the members of the incredibly popular rap group Migos was shot and killed in Houston. Representatives for the group have confirmed the rapper known as Takeoff has died following this morning's shooting in Houston. The rapper's real name was Kershnik Kari Ball. He was 28 years old. His group, Migos, first formed in Atlanta in 2008. And by 2013, the trio hit it big with the single Versace. Drake actually was featured on the song and it blew up. They've gone on to produce 20 platinum and gold singles and albums. Houston police say the shooting happened early this morning during a private party at a bowling alley. TMZ and Variety are reporting Takeoff was playing dice outside on the balcony when a fight broke out, ending in a shooting. Uh, there were some security guards that were in the area, but they heard the shooting, but no one saw who did the shooting. Um, a lot of folks were there. They were in front of the bar. The bar was actually closed at the time. They had the doors locked, but people were congregating out on the balcony area, and everybody fled. Takeoff died there at the bowling alley. Two others were hurt and taken to the hospital in private cars. Another member of the group, Quavo, he was there at the party. He wasn't hurt. Police haven't arrested anyone and are now reviewing security video from the bowling alley. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about Takeoff and his career. And so Migos is a rap trio. It's Takeoff, Quavo, and Offset. But just weeks ago, Quavo and Takeoff kind of branched out, releasing their first album as a duo called Unk and Few. 
It's been getting a lot of positive reactions, specifically for how Takeoff shined on the record in a way he hasn't always been recognized for. Obviously, Quavo is incredibly famous. Offset married to Cardi B. His career has kind of blown up, and people weren't giving maybe Takeoff the recognition he deserved. And that changed just days ago. It's so sad to me hearing him say, you know, I don't want my flowers later on when I'm not here, not knowing that just days later, you know, we'd be reporting this awful news. I think um, it, it, that was, it, Noriega actually was there and a bit kind of saying, you know, you shine. He's like, you know, you always shine. He's a rap fan, but it felt like you were dancing on this album. And he asked him if he felt like he had something to prove. And he said, absolutely. Like he was tired of people in putting him in the shadows, right, you know what I mean? Right, like not right. recognizing not giving him talent. Yeah, and he got the yeah. chance to do this. The saddest part about this is these guys are our family, actually. Like Quavo and Offset are cousins, and Takeoff is Quavo's, Quavo's nephew. That's what I was about to ask you. Mm -hmm. That's what I've read before. Yeah, and I didn't know uncle and nephew. Yeah. Okay. So to think Done his it. uncle was there. Right. These kids are all around the same age. Not kids, these are grown men, but they're right. young, you know? They're right. 28, 30, 31, and they all grew up together as brothers. Mm -hmm. And to think that Quavo was there and had to watch this happen, it's horrifying. It's mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It's and sad for them. And we're still getting more information, but over Dice, again, oh, Dice. You know, who knows? Who knows? That's what TMZ is reporting. I but know. I think the saddest thing is that a 28-year-old lost his life. I'm here with Commander Steven Spears, who's also with the Homicide Division. Uh, we're just giving a brief update on the investigation that occurred here at uh, 1201 San Jacinto. At approximately 2.30 this morning, uh, our officers were dispatched out here to a shooting that had just occurred. Uh, upon arrival, they located multiple shell casings on the third level of the building at the 810 bowling and billiards. Uh, I guess it's a, a bowling and pool hall. Uh, we were informed that there was a uh, private party being held at the event last night that ended at approximately 1 a.m., but the party carried over till about 2 a.m. till they were cleared out. That's when the shooting occurred, where it left one male deceased on scene uh, and two others that were transported to area hospitals nearby. Uh, we are still in the process in the early stages of, of this investigation. Uh, trying to gather all the information we can and we're looking for the public's help or anybody who was at the party or at the event that witnessed this to call the Homicide Division at 713-308-3600. If they want to remain anonymous, they can call Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS. We're looking for any information uh, on the shooting at this time. Uh, we have investigators and officers heading that way now. Uh, we do not know. We know they're still alive and in surgery, but uh, other than that, don't know the actual condition until we get there. Um, like I said, the one that is here is deceased. He's a black male in his late 20s. Um, and like I said, we won't release any information on him until we're able to get more information, either from the medical examiner's office, once they uh, positively identify him, from the uh, autopsy or if a family member or friends or family come forward and give us information uh, of who he is and things like that. We're hearing rappers were involved in the shooting feelings department. Uh, I mean, I can't confirm that. Uh, I can tell you that there are rappers at the party. I don't know if they're involved in the shooting, but uh, like I said, it's still in the early process of the investigation. So once we find out more, we'll release that in either a press statement to y'all later on. Uh, or we'll give you a uh, another press conference. So you haven't identified if the rappers are Migos. We were told by several witnesses who said they party they were here. Yes, we were informed that they were here. The yes. Migos, Quavo, and Takeoff. 
Uh, yes. They do have surveillance video cameras here in the, uh, the complex. Uh, our investigators have reviewed the cameras and are still in the process of reviewing them. Uh, so once they're finished doing that, we'll have more information, like I said, later on. Like I said, still early in the process. And uh, once we get all that information, we will provide it to you. Well, right now, anybody who knows anything, they need to call us instead of the news stations because um, it appears that they're calling y'all and not us. So if you do have information on this, please come forward, call us at, like I said, the two numbers, the Homicide Division or Crime Stoppers. Uh, we'll take all information, interview you in person or over the phone. But yes, please come out um, because if this does turn out to be a high, pro high profile case, we want to make sure that uh, justice is found for uh, the people involved, not just the person who is shot, but uh, everyone else who's at the hospital right now. Do you have any more information about the gender of the hospital, male or female, general people, anything like that? Uh, I don't at this time. There's to both hospitals. Uh, we found out about them late. They were private transport. Um, so it got called in as a separate call from this. They weren't transported from the location. They took themselves to the hospital. So it took a little time for us to connect their case with this case. We understand and we know it last this morning at about approximately 2.34 a.m. Officers received a call shooting in progress. Officers arrived there shortly thereafter the location, the downtown location. Billiards, uh, Bowling Alley, located at 1201 San Jacinto Street, uh, here in the downtown area. Once officers arrived, they came upon a male who was deceased. Uh, that male has been identified as Kersnick Ball, better known as Takeoff. He's a member of the Migos uh, rap group out of Atlanta. And I want to pause again. Because sometimes the hip-hop community gets a bad name. And I know evident from this city and people who I have a personal relationship, a lot of great people in our hip-hop community. And I respect them. But back to takeoff. I got many calls from Houston and outside of Houston. And everyone spoke of what a great young man this is, how peaceful he is. What a great artist. And I'm calling up on everybody. Our hip-hop artists in Houston and around the nation. We got to police ourselves. There's so many talented individuals, men and women, in that community, who, again, I love and I respect. And we all need to stand together and make sure nobody tears down that industry. And I'm calling to start here in Houston, uh, here and possibly as early as next week. I want to meet with some of our artists and see how we can taper things down. Um, right now, I'm going to turn it over to... Okay, so those are just some news clips. And like I said, you know, it's just crazy that this young man died. For those of all who don't know, he died at the age of 28. Didn't even make it at 30. And you know, that that seems like to be a trend among a lot of rappers. In the past five years, it's just been nothing but a slew of rappers just getting shot. Literally, getting shot. That's how most of these young men are dying. 
I mean, not even damn near three months ago, we just had the story about PNB Rock dying at Roscoe's Waffles and Chicken, and now we have Takeoff dying. And you know, I, you know, new details are still coming out because I believe, you know, a lot of people say they died over a dice game, but now it looks like, you know, as more details are coming out, there's more to the story. Um, you know, some people are saying it was a member of Quavo in, in his security team. Um, you know, a lot of people are blaming Quavo. You know, a lot of people wonder what Offset, who's the other rapper, um, other member of the group, gonna say, as well as Cardi B, who's Offset's wife. So, you, you know, I just, I just don't know. You know, like I said, we'll see as more details go out, because you know, you know, I don't like jumping on here and just running with stuff without any proof. But I will say, you know, the saddest thing about about this whole thing was, again, just like that young lady said in that news clip, you know, this is a young man who died at 28 and was very well liked by a lot of people in the industry and even in his own community. But, you know, what I think is also sad is that, you know, for those of you who don't know, the Migos group had fell out like they broke up. You, you know, Offset was not on speaking terms with Quavo and... um. And, and take off and a lot of people were saying that you know it's because Quavo's ex-girlfriend Sweetie who I've talked about on this um, on this podcast before when I did that Grammy video so allegedly slept with Offset and you know those are just rumors and stuff and you know you know they have fell out you know they weren't on speaking terms um, even their label you know I believe the Migos didn't have a good relationship with their label you know, quality control leading up to them getting, leading up to takeoff getting killed. And you know, you know, you know, the family had just fell apart. You know, also what's very interesting is, is that Quavo and and, um, Takeoff just dropped a music video, I believe the day before, you know, called Messy, which is basically about this situation, Uh, you know. And in that video, you know, Takeoff is literally sitting next to a sign that says R.I.P. It's a Halloween-themed video. I get that. But, you know, there is power in what you put out there. Because, you know, he's sitting next to something to say R.I.P. And then kind of find out, you know, people are over here tweeting R.I.P. to him. You know, even on that podcast episode with Drink Champs, again, he said he wanted his flowers. When someone said they want their flowers, that means they want to be paid homage to. They want, you know, the people who come after them to, you know, thank them for leading the way. Because the Migos did, you know, lead the way for this new mama rap hip-hop that took over the rap industry. They did. You know, you know, they put Atlanta back on the hip-hop map, I feel. You know, they helped popularize strip clubs again. And, you know, they were they were doing, like, mainstream big numbers. Even though they weren't everybody's cup of tea, you know, they did, you know, influence a lot of up-and-coming, you know, rappers. And, you know, Takeoff, who's always been known as a quiet one of the group, you know, because in interviews, he really doesn't say that much. He's a very quiet person. I believe he was the youngest out of the group also. Um, you, you know, he was very quiet and a lot of people, you know, kind of did clown him because, you know, everybody focused on Quavo and Offset. And, you know, on that song, Messy, because I watched this morning, he did. He went off. He, he, he spit some good bars. And, you know, 
it's just sad that you know you know that that ends there now having said all that when that police officer was saying that you know a lot of people like to paint hip-hop with a broad brush and a bad brush and blame hip-hop i understand what he's saying but you know what i do think the hip-hop community has to make a choice and you know i'm gonna play you all these other two clips because for those of all who don't know recently a lot of black artists like Drake, Matt, Stein, and John Legend have signed a black, um, signed a protect black art open letter. And, you know, they're asking that rap lyrics do not be used in trials when some of these rappers get locked up. And, you know, what's leading this is Young Thug, who's also a very popular Atlanta rapper, is currently locked up as well as Ghana. And, you know, their rap lyrics are, you know, being used against them in court because they rap about drugs and, and, you know, killing and killing. They rap about other stuff, but, you know, they have lyrics that go along those lines. And, you know, the prosecution looks like it's going to use that in court. And we've seen that with the trial of Takashi 69, where rap lyrics got brought up in court. We've seen that with the trial of Bobby Schmarter, where that, that one song that he blew up, you know, almost a decade ago, got him locked up for seven years. So, you know, this is a real thing. So I'm going to play you all this clip, and then I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Leaders across the entertainment industry calling to protect black art. Dozens of artists and companies signed an open letter that published today. The message, end the use of rap lyrics as evidence in criminal trials. Some of the backers, Megan Thee Stallion, Coldplay, Christina Aguilera, John Legend, and Ice-T. The major companies, including Motown, TikTok, and SiriusXM. The letter reads in part, more than any other form of art, rap lyrics are essentially being used as confessions in an attempt to criminalize black artistry. The use of lyrics against artists in this way is un-American. Experts say rap lyrics have been used as evidence in as many as 500 cases. In late September, the California governor, Gavin Newsom, signed a bill that restricts the use of rap lyrics in criminal cases. Similar bills are also pending right now in New York, New Jersey, and in the U.S. Congress. Found something. I believe in the First Amendment. It's one of our most precious rights. Hi, my name is Kenneth Lowes. It's no secret that people of color are under attack every day. That's something we need to protect freedom of speech, especially when it comes to art. My art is not a reflection of my character. As being an artist, you should be able to always express the way you feel in that moment. Freedom of speech and expression is important to me because I think of, you know, all the beautiful music that everybody's ever put out. Being able to speak freely to music is big. I think about how people can relate to it so they don't feel alone in their struggles. Protect black art. Protect black art. Protect black art. It's a movement. Protect black art. Prosecutors filing new charges against artists Jeffrey Williams and Sergio Kitchen, citing their art as criminal evidence. So in trying to prove real crimes in the street, the indictment keeps going back to art. They're not using this against any other types of music. But these two men, legally, 
they're presumed innocent. And so there is not an undertone, it is clear racism. It's a direct attack on black artists. Gangster rap has become incredibly popular and profitable by selling lyrics about black on black violence. It's not actually a form of music. Hip hop has done more damage to young African Americans than racism. This is how bad the country is. We're talking about lyrics. Okay. So those are the two clips that I played for you all. And you know what? Again, like I said, the hip-hop community has to make a decision. You know, when that young lady was saying that no one else comes at other forms of music like this, and that's because, you know, a lot of the people who make those other forms of music are out there, you know, doing criminal activities. Or at least getting caught doing them. Okay? If you have a song out there, and you're, you know, going around saying you killed somebody and naming this person, that person ends up dead. You know, can you blame people if they think you did it? I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for artistic expression. But you know what? Some of these artists do have to think about what they're doing. Because there is power in the tongue. There is power in the actions. You think Takeoff thought he would be dead after filming that music video and he had R.I.P. next to his name in that music video? Do you? Okay. I made a podcast episode a year ago asking, does hip-hop speak death? And a year, a year later, I have an answer to that, and I feel like it does. It, 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 it does. And, you know, some of these artists, some of these people who signed this, this letter, you know, if they want to sign a letter, that's fine. But you know what? You know, they also have to say, I feel like if you're going to sign that letter, you also have to call out, you know, stuff like this. It can't be, you know, oh, we, oh, these lyrics don't need to be used in court. And then the next day when a rapper gets shot, everybody want to cry about it. Even if their lyrics, you know, went along with that lifestyle. Granted, you know, the Migos music wasn't really on that life, on that that much. Most of their music is about partying and stuff, at least their biggest hits. You know, mostly they make a lot of turn up strip club music. Those are like they're some of their biggest hits. But you know, the, I believe the hip hop community does need to make a decision. And just like I said last year, I believe the reason that, you know, these prosecutors are coming after these lyrics is because of crime. Okay, crime is one of the biggest issues that a lot of people feel like this year. And the midterms are just six days away. And you best believe, you know, a lot of people have had it with crime and rap has been made, you know, the face of it. It has. 
it has almost every rap video I'm seeing if it's not you know instead in the strip club or anything it's usually you know someone getting robbed or shot or killed that's usually what the rap video looks like okay a lot of people see that people are not stupid and people are tired of it they are in 2022, two jobs I would not advise people to go into is being a rapper and being a politician. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that politician video when I finish this video. But you know, especially not a rapper, because you know both both those jobs just seem to bring nothing but death and unhappiness nowadays. And I hate to say that, I really do. But you know, those that's my opinion on this horrible situation. Um, if you want to discuss it, you know, y'all know y'all can call me up on Instagram or shoot me a text if you want to jump on this podcast with me and we can talk about it. But you know, I just want people to, you know, just be careful about how you move out here. And I also want to say this. You know, there's been a lot of videos being shared of this young man's body. You know, people are sharing the moments he got shot, the close-ups and stuff. You know, just be mindful that was someone's family member. Just be mindful. And on that note, I'm your boy Dean. I hope you enjoyed this pipe and hot tea. And I'll come back with the rest of my commentary with this politician video I'm about to do. So stay tuned.